Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Eason here with life coach Linda Armstrong, and this is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Uh, Rita Giganti is actually going to be taking a few weeks off. She's kind of on like a little bit of a sabbatical. Hopefully we'll be getting her back uh, at some point in the next few weeks. Don't know exactly when, but uh, in the meantime, we will hold down the fort here, waiting for her to come back. And, and Linda is ready. She is like entrenched. She is warm. She's got a space heater. She's got this beautiful bluish purplish thing on you're looking good you're looking happy today yeah good thank you yeah so good stuff yeah and especially considering here in the northeastern part of the united states we are expecting some cold weather over the next couple days so it's a good time to batten down the hatches but we're going to try to warm things up today and uh i wanted to start things off by sharing an email about a program we did yesterday uh with daniel mangana and alex king uh because deborah wrote in to give us some uh some feedback on it. she was really loving it she's been actually our most avid writer lately linda i mean just like i don't know what the best word to, to describe her is but like a letter almost every single episode that's how loyal listener she is so we're gonna have to come up with a special award for deborah for being the top listener but uh, here's what she had to say about yesterday's show she said she loved the show um we, the show we, we spent a large portion of the show yesterday with another message that she had sent where she had listed a bunch of things that she likes to do to keep her vibe high um i had mentioned previously that uh I have a list on my wall of, of you know, go-to things to do if I'm needing to get my vibe into a better place. And if, you know, I, I find that uh, I'm not in a good feeling place. It's, you know how it is. It gets hard to think about, well, what are my high vibe things? I can't remember what any of them are. Well, that's why I keep them written down. So she liked that idea. She ran with it and gave us a whole bunch of um, her ideas yesterday. They were really good. Uh, Alex and Daniel kicked in some of their uh, favorite things too. And so in that, that's like the general picture of, of what her email today is all, all about. She said, uh, I hadn't really made the Taj Mahal and matchsticks. That was actually one of the things she said in her list, although she said that was a bit of English humor that in her words gets somewhat lost in the translation. Um, she said, sound frequency healing sounds are amazing. That, that's an interesting one. I hadn't thought of putting something like that on the list. Have you ever done anything with sound frequencies? Um, not well, n- not particularly, but I will have, I will use some tones sometimes like in a meditation group. I have this, um, whistle actually it's here uh-huh. and, uh, it go it, it sounds to the frequency of the heart chakra. Oh, okay. So I know that when I would, um, and I'll use it throughout the meditation every now and then. And I know that the people afterwards will say, wow, when you did that tone, I felt some, this expansion or they felt something shift in their energy wow. when I would use that tone. Um, okay. And then, of course, you know, oh, I don't have it next to me right now. There's um, tuning forks with different frequencies, right? True, and so, yeah. Like I have one that's to the frequency that will like, you know, zap your crystals clear to their like normal perfect state mm-hmm. and uh you know that that sound it does it does do something that's why music does something to you too you know i mean oh, it's yeah. all vibration right yeah so I- this uh let me see if it says it here i need my glasses i forget what the frequency of the heart is uh jeez i don't remember but it probably says it on this thing there's a ton of crystals hanging there oh there's another thing with tone <laughs> some bells yeah, yeah. Mm, 
why can't I remember what what the frequency is? Uh, hold on. Five five two eight. Five five hertz. Okay. Yeah. So that and it, and it does make that difference, you know. Then I have. Uh, now, even these types of bells, you can get them for different tones. Mm-hmm. Like I'll clear, I'll clear the energy in a space by using these tones, or with the crystals I use the other. You know, yeah. But I can't say that I've used it to ch- to shift my vibe. But that's a good idea. <laughs> it is a good idea. I, I, actually, when I first was reading it and then read it here on the show, I thought about what they call singing bowls. You know, where you, yeah. you get the tone going and just kind of carries and carries and carries. Yeah, I got one of those right over there. <laughs> you do? So. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that's a cool idea for adding to a list. That's good. She goes yeah. on to say uh, she just had to say how she loved the way Alex looked yesterday. Alex was looking good. Alex has been dealing with um, her medical issues lately, and she was looking very good yesterday. So that was really, really good to see. Uh, and she also said that Alex made a good point about journaling the gratitude, especially when we're not feeling it. Because... I guess that's when it's most needed, which was the point Alex made yesterday. That's a really good point. Uh, I don't know about you. I'm not much of a journaler, but I do know any kind of process that I do, the most important time to do it is when I need it, when I'm really needing it, and just do it like you know two or three times over. Um, I mean, lately, one of the things I've been doing, I have a few things I do every day, but one of the things I've been doing is I've been repeating an affirmation, and I'm not normally an affirmation guy. But I've been repeating the affirmation, I love me, I love me. And I was doing it today, and I was getting high doing it. It was pretty crazy. I, I had yeah. never gotten that experience with it before. But, um, yeah, it's important to do these things at all times, but especially when we really, really need them. But you know what you find is that you'll go through them. Like all of the things you've said, I've done them, and some, and then I've not done them, and then I've done them. And it's like whatever you kind of get called to. And it's funny because I wasn't consciously thinking of any of anything in particular, but as you're speaking about this, I'm like, oh yeah, I used to always do that. Oh yes. And I did that and I didn't do it and I did it and I didn't do it. So I think that you just kind of trust as long as you're open to it. What, what is there that's there for you? doesn't mean you have Mm -hmm. to do it all the time. That's why some people are like, I don't want to start that affirmation stuff because they don't, they can't see themselves fitting it into their life for the rest of their life. Like as if, as if a lot of these things that we hear about are things you Mm -hmm. have to do. But they're not. You pick and choose as you feel drawn to them. And yes. then when you're in, the, and I'm finding like when you're in that world, there's so many tools I know about, but I don't use them all. But I will go to a tool when I'm drawn to go to a tool. Mm. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? Like some okay. crystals I may not have been using for a while. Then suddenly I feel like I have to start using that and I have to start carrying it with me everywhere I go. You know, it's like, and then I feel bad. I'm like, oh, sorry, I was neglecting you like through my crystal, you know. <laughs> But you're never neglecting a crystal because as long as you have a connection to it, it's that energy is always with you. And sometimes mm. we're drawn to it. That's why sometimes, you know, people want to carry rose quartz or something because they're just, here's a little thing, carved hearts, right? Oh, okay. Rose quartz. Because they're just feeling that they need that vibration. So they're drawn to that one to hang out with them, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Okay. And then to finish off Deborah's email, Hold on, wait, she wait. said, so, I what? don't know if I was clear. So I just want to make it clear to people. Like if you go through that whole list, it's not like these are things you must do to feel good. It's like you have so many options to just trust yourself to what is, what will work for you. And then if you feel it doesn't work anymore, 
find another one or it'll just show up for you. Yeah, the list isn't designed to create a way to force you to do stuff. It's it's a go-to thing in case you can't think of anything. If you need if you yeah. need like a reference, like, oh, give me an idea. I don't know what to do right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I can yeah. do that one. I'll do that. And to trust yourself that like, yeah. so so what this one worked for like 10 people, you know, and you're like, ah, it doesn't, I don't. It doesn't draw my, I don't, I don't think, I don't like it, right? Mm -hmm. But they're even Mm -hmm. afraid to say I don't like it because it worked for those people. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. There's like no conditions or no, no right way. You know, you just like, oh, wow. It's great to have this list because if I get kind of stuck, I don't know what to do to help myself. Then I can look and see which of these is calling to me. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting thing along that line too. On those occasions, I'm really pleased to say it doesn't happen very often anymore, which means I've been really successful in working on my own vibration. But on those occasions where it does happen, the way you said it was, which one is calling to you? I find it's the first one I look at on the list. I look at the list and and my eye is just drawn to the one that I need to do. I don't even have to go reading through the list. It's just, it's right there. It bounces out at me. That reminds me of those things you'll see sometimes like uh, on social media somewhere. It has all the words and it says, what word pops out of you first? Yeah, There's yeah. a million words in there. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's kind yeah, of fun, you know? Yeah. So anyway, finishing uh, Deborah's email, she says, great to hear that Daniel's doing the Taya boot camp. He's doing uh, David Strickle's program. Uh, he's, and she is eager to hear his progress. Uh, she's sure it will be amazing. I agree. Uh, we had quite a conversation about that yesterday, too. Uh, she says she's doing the Taya money mindset course now. Good for you, Deborah. And thinking the blue cap is next on her list. Good. And see that there's another LOA Today listener on the course with her. Oh, very cool. Okay. So you had uh, uh, a little bit of a community going on there. So that's good. And she also mentioned, uh, he also mentioned how powerful Dan's money game is. Yes. Oh, that was fun. I got to tell you this story, Linda. I told it yesterday, but I'll tell it to you today. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Daniel's uh, ebook, The Money Game. It's essentially a, a, a series of, of steps to just incrementally attract more and more money into your life, starting with a very, very small nominal amount. And you, and you just kind of edge it up over time. Um, basically there are three phases, each phase you're trying to attract five different, uh, attract money five different times. This is just, this is just out of thin air money, not money that you're playing any active role in, in going to acquire it just kind of shows up out of thin air. Well, I just completed phase one on Tuesday and the way it happened was kind of, weird and funny <laughs> because I got the mail and I opened up the first envelope. The first envelope just had my name and address on it. It was just a big, you know, number 10 envelope, but there was no return address. There was an Oakland poach, uh, post stamp or not post stamp, but the uh, postage mark. And that was it. And I opened it up and a $20 bill f- f- you know, falls onto the floor and I opened the envelope and there's no note. <laughs> I'm thinking, what? <laughs> Somebody sent me a $20 bill and didn't tell me why? <laughs> that was just so weird. You know what? Um, That's fun. Because obviously someone who <laughs> watches the show most likely. Probably. Um, I don't know. I had a, I got in the mail in a FedEx envelope, a $100 bill one day. Did you? Oh, that's cool. And the return cool. address was the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I <love it. laughs> I knew it was from a client, you know, and I, and I actually was able to figure out who it was. Oh, you were. Okay. I didn't say anything, you know? Well, I haven't figured out this one yet, but, uh, I, I, it was great. I loved it. Um, and then I showed it to Louise cause it was such a fun thing. Right. 
And we're both kind of remarking on it. Like, no, there's, there's no name on it. There's nothing. Like, okay. So she says, well, you're buying dinner and, you know, not that $20 will buy a dinner, but you'll buy part of a dinner anyway. Um, so I said, okay, no problem. So I went back to my office and picked up the second piece of mail, opened up the second piece of mail. It was from Toyota about a car lease that I had turned in one year before and saying they owed me $249 for overpayment of property tax. <laughs> what? <laughs> Overpaid payment of car property tax? Okay. Yeah. 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 It's like, okay. <laughs> so I got not one, but two in the same day, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the universe letting us know, how, letting you know, and you letting yeah. us know just how abundant uh, it really is. Oh yeah. And it's fun. I mean, talk about vibe raising. I was laughing about it from the moment that it happened. Louise and I were just talking about it and smiling and feeling good. And it's amazing. I mean, it doesn't even matter what the monetary amount was. It's just amazing what, what you feel when something like that comes through and you recognize it. Cause that's yeah. been a big thing with me. I have, a, I've, I found out I have a tendency to overlook when money comes in. I, I, I proved that by doing Dan's course that there were a couple of times where money came in and I didn't even notice it till like a week later, like, Oh my God, that was the thing that I requested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also it's a great validation for Dan's course because you're focusing on doing whatever it is he has set out. Oh yeah. And, exactly. and, and what you're receiving, what you're focusing on. Exactly. Yeah. So it's cool and it's fun and it's definitely worthwhile. So anyone who has uh, perhaps thought about, Doing what Dan lays out in the money game, it's built into the LOA Today app. So, you know, it's right there. It's free. Um, start putting it to use. And I know there were a few other people who are listeners who started doing it at around the same time I did. I, I started in August. So I, this has been going for five months. And I haven't heard any updates on any of that. So any of you who started with me, if you have kept going, let us know um, what's been going on. In fact, use the LOA Today app to use the question form and just send in from information using the question form. So um, now since you said since August, so you've been continually doing something like that you're following steps yeah. for that long or you took yeah, a break, it, went back. No, no. It, uh, it, I started that day. And, and what you do is um, every, there, there are basically 15 steps that you're doing broken up into three phases of five steps each. And every step of the way you, you start off that step by writing out, um, a phrase, I can't remember what the exact phrase he uses is, but it's, it's a phrase that basically says, I'm ready to attract X number of dollars. And you start with something nominal, you know, $10, $5, something like that. And then you also, uh, write down on a piece of paper, uh, you write this down on a piece of paper. You also write down five things that you're grateful for right at that moment in time. And then you fold up the piece of paper and you, I, I throw it in the, the trash, but you put it somewhere where you'll never going to look at it again. And then it comes through at some point, you recognize it, and then you take it for in the, in the first phase, you, you take whatever amount that came in because the way you write the, the note out is, let's say it's $5, well, it's $5 or more. So if you, whatever amount you got that was $5 or more, you take that new number, that becomes your new edge. That's what Dan calls it, your edge. So that's how far your belief system has grown is the way he's looking at it. And that edge, plus maybe a little tiny bit more becomes your new number two thing to request. So you, next time you write on a piece of paper, I am now uh, requesting this new amount, $10 or whatever it is. And then here are the five things that I'm grateful for today. And you just keep doing this every single time that 
money comes in to validate what you requested the last time. So over time, you're building your edge up and you're building up your belief system. And then in phase two, the, the only difference between phase one and phase two, phase two, each time that you set a new edge, you add 20%. So you're kind of pushing, pushing the limits oh, a little okay. bit, build, building up your belief structure even faster. And are you on phase two or are you on? I, I just started phase two. So right now my edge would be $300. That's what the next amount is that has to come in. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I was going to say? Um, one thing that might be fun to, to do and you can do it or not do it, or anyone else who might be doing this. A lot of times, especially in meditation groups, I would get this paper, right? And we would, it's, they call it magic paper. Like you light it and it goes, and it just disappears. Yeah, just, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we Touch would write, paper. yeah, we'd write what, what, it, you know, in, you know, in present time, what the desire is, right? And then burn it and give it to the universe. Mm-hmm. Sure. So yeah. maybe instead of putting it in the trash can, because it's like trash can, Maybe you can just burn it to the universe. Sure. Yeah. I could uh, <laughs> order some touch paper. Yeah. Outside, you know, and just like give it, like, I'll, I'll do that a lot of times. I'll go outside, I'll burn. Or, or even if you want to get rid of an energy and you don't know, you feel like you can't mm. let go of something, yeah. write it down and then give it to the universe. Like bur- burn it however you want to burn it. Like as long as it's safe. <laughs> right, right. Don't go burning down your house or anything. Yeah, we want to and, avoid uh, that, yeah. <laughs> it just adds a little more ceremony to it. It kind of, mm-hmm. I feel like maybe it locks it in a little bit more because you're actually take, doing an activity out of it. I don't know. Just I well, want to also, share that for fun. It's going to be a little bit higher vibe, too, just because it's fun. You, you know, set the touch paper off and go... <laughs> And it just kind of disappears in this flame. Right. and Because you're like, where did it go? It went into the yeah. universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. a good idea. I like that. I mean, I've, I've never really had a negative attachment to putting it in the trash can. So that's why I didn't really worry no, about that. No, it doesn't that. matter. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just yeah. thinking of like a, a, another fun way of doing something for Yeah. It. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah. cool. Maybe I'll, I'll, maybe I'll order some t- touch paper after we're done here. Cause that's a, that's a cool idea. Yeah. I should get <laughs> some more. I, I, I don't know what happened to it. It's, it's, it's fun. It is fun. For yeah. people of all ages. <laughs> the nice thing about touch paper food. too, it's, it's, it's safe. It's not like you're, you're in danger when you light uh, a flame to it. It, 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 it disintegrates so quickly. You can't really burn yourself. So it's yeah. not a dangerous thing to do, which is yeah, yeah. reassuring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fun. So good. Okay. okay so, that was a good so idea. What, where are we? What are we up to? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we finished, we finished up Deborah's email. So I just wanted to say thank you to Deborah for sending in the email. And by the way, you know, feel free to all of our other listeners. This is like our way of encouraging people. Send in your email. Send in a question if you'd like us to address a question. Um, just because redesign sabbatical doesn't mean Linda and I can't try to uh, answer questions. I mean, Linda's a pretty good uh, energy and, and life coach. So take advantage of that. And it's also valid for all of our other uh, coaches and co-hosts who are on the show. All of them are now listed and, and they have just been updated on the app. So take advantage and, and send in a question or just send in some comments and we'll make it part of the conversation here because, hey, we love hearing from listeners. It's fun. Yeah. And you know what? So so Rita's been tapping in in that way for longer than we have, put it that way. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I've been tapping in that way longer than you have. But mm-hmm. we but all of us can do it. Everybody can. Everybody can. And the thing with the way that the energies are changing on the planet um, we're, I mean, you know it, how many times do you know something's going to happen or you think of someone, the next thing, you know, they call you the next day oh, or you yeah. say something and the other person's like, I was just going to say that. Right. right? I yep. mean, I don't even count. I can't even count them. The, it happens so much where you just know something. 
So now when I get a thought, I'm like, okay, that's probably going to show up either today or tomorrow. <laughs> like, why did that <laughs> pop in my head out of nowhere? Mm, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I think that maybe it's happening a lot too, because I'm putting my attention on it by having fun with it. Cause when those things happen, that raises your vibe. When Absolutely. you notice the synchronicity and you're like, whoa, and you, and you actually realize that it's not by chance. Um, it starts to empower you even more to, to realize that we all have this psychic ability. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually yesterday, uh, Louise and I decided we we're going to watch an old, movie the celestine prophecy based on the book and at on we have the uh, dvd and after we watched the movie they had one of those special features things so we watched the special features and in the special features one of the actresses who played one of the roles in the movie she was talking about how she and another actress had been talking about something and as they were talking about there was a radio playing and the announcer talked about the same thing they were just talking about and and they they remarked on how he had just said the same thing that they were saying and they said wouldn't be cool if that happened all the time and the and the announcer says so for those of you who want this to happen all the time i mean literally they were getting that kind of feedback from this guy who's talking to them on the radio so yeah, yeah, you know, it. there it is again <laughs> i love it um so i just picked a card no oh, okay divine timing there we go yeah that's exactly what right? we're talking about i chose it at, i don't know if you saw me i was shuffling i chose it while you were speaking that story so i'll read it to you it says divine timing life is always unfolding in perfect time space experience sequence so angel wisdom is encouraging you to move into a state of trust knowing that good things are always unfolding for you You may find yourself feeling impatient and unsettled, but instead of letting your ego and imagination pull you into the downward spiral, because that's what it will do, Mm -hmm. trust that your prayers are being answered and your plans are coming to fruition in a way that is meeting your needs rather than your wants. Because it's like, I want this to happen by this date, but maybe it doesn't need to happen then, but because there's more that's going to unfold before it actually happens, right? So it says, you may feel that your prayers aren't being answered or that your hopes aren't being realized, but you must know that the universe and your angels are always working towards the highest good and the outcome that will be, that will best serve you. So when this card appears, trust in the process. So there's another part of it, but you know, maybe that's also trust in what we're, what we're talking about right now in that we all have this ability to know, like we all know what is best for us, but we don't always listen to it because it, we don't always hear it or feel it in your heart because your mind gets in the way. Mm-hmm. No, it's very good. And it at wants that. to tell you, no, you have to follow these steps for that to ever happen. Yeah. When maybe those steps are totally what's keeping it away. You need to bypass that and just feel what comes next. But anyway. Okay. I know that. And there are times I don't listen to it. So I, you know, it's, it's normal. <laughs> It's but nice to know it's can, not just me. <laughs> yeah. But when you can see that you're not listening to it because you're giving your power away to maybe someone who you think knows better or has more mm. experience or, or has been doing this for 30 years. So maybe what I'm thinking is wrong. You know, that kind right. of thing comes into play for all of us, all of us. But when you notice it, you're like, oh man, okay, wait, hold on. And then you can kind of tune in or then you can ask, even if you feel like you can't tune in, you can ask, okay. Okay, God, how does this work best for me? Show me. And then leave it. Ask the universe. Let it happen. Okay, so the extended message is um, this card is a sign that your hopes and dreams are unfolding. You may not think so, but you need to remember 
that you may be working through human time, whereas God is always working on soul time, which can never be measured or rushed. You're being guided to know that your angel team is with you right now, encouraging you to call in the support of heaven and aligning your current situation with love, because love heals all. Imagine yourself and your situation covered in a golden light and ask the angels to show you the way forward, knowing that they're always working for your highest good. Yeah, you just ask, like, okay, what? how does this unfold for me? What's next? You know? That's good, yeah. What can One I of the do? Things... Yeah. I was just going to say, one of the things that came to my mind as you were reading, especially the early part of that card, was I, I've long had this, this uh, I, don't know, I don't know how to describe it. I don't want to say it negatively, but because I was going to say aversion, but I, I've, I've stayed away from the idea of assigning dates to requests. And instead, I prefer to change the request or modify the request to say, or better, right. or something I hadn't thought of yet. You know, right. to, to make it open-ended because the more open-ended that we make it, first of all, we're, I find that we get stuff. I get stuff faster that way. And second of all, I find that I get stuff I didn't anticipate, that I didn't expect because I left it more open. I didn't, I didn't say to you know, God, the universe, however you want to phrase it, it's got to be this and this only. <laughs> right. Which places, yeah. I mean, it, you'll, you'll eventually get that, but you're placing such limits on it that you're, you're just stretching out that period. And of course, you're also increasing your likelihood that you're going to be doubtful over time or you're going to start to feel a little bit nervous or uncomfortable or whatever. Whereas when you leave it open ended and, and basically allow it to come in, whatever is the best way for it to come in and whatever thing it might be that might be different from what you had in mind, then you get better results. Yeah, I'm totally that, with you. On, I'm totally with you on that. I never yeah. liked that idea of putting a date down on it. Right. I understand the reasoning for it, but yep. your solution is the solution. It's like by this time or, or you could say, or whatever is in the highest good of my soul or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever that might be, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, because what I was thinking too is, you know, maybe what is for your highest good can't happen by that date. Because there's other pieces that need to come in, but you don't know that. So that's why I like giving it up to spirit because we can only see so much. Whereas, you know, God, spirit, universe, whatever you want to call that, can see it all. Mm -hmm. It sees the whole thing and how it plays out and how things will fall into place. And so, oh yeah, no, no, another part, I'm being reminded, <laughs> reminded, I'm like, wait, say what you wanted to say. When you're looking for that date, and you're not seeing it, and you're not seeing it, and you're not seeing it. What are you looking at? I'm not seeing it. Right. I, I've played lack. that game before. That was my bird game. I'm not seeing yeah. it. I hunted so exactly. much. Oh, man, I'm not seeing it. I kept not seeing it until I gave it up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Boom. Mm -hmm. Everything came, right? Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. true. In fact, I would also add on that. Now, this is perhaps even more of an advanced concept. The ideal place to be in is to be okay and happy that the thing hasn't come in yet. To feel like, yeah, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. It, it's right. going to come when it comes. That's all right. I'm I'm not in a rush. I'm just I'm feeling good about this thing that's coming, and I'm just going to stay in that place of feeling good because I like it. You just described the difference between 3D and 5D. Okay. Yeah. In the okay. fifth dimension, we don't worry about if it's coming. Ever. See, that's the whole thing. That's 3D. That's mind and control and. And all of the negative things that could come in, that's 3D. 
In the fifth dimension, there is no negativity. There is no, it won't happen. It will. And so you don't put, um, you don't consider that it won't, put it that way. So that's mm-hmm. where we're moving towards, right? And most of us, a lot of us are like stuck in between, like on that f- fourth dimension, you know, like where we're popping in and out of, I do it all the time, totally 3D, totally 5D, somewhere in between, you know? Yeah. You probably feel that, right? How many times? Oh, God, But the yes. nice thing is that when you're aware and awake to all of that, you can pull yourself up and out by yes. just what we started talking about today, ways to bring yourself up. Yeah. Now put on a funny music, play some music, dance, go outside, be with an animal, you know, like things that, mm-hmm. you know, bring you back to knowing that everything is perfect. Right. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. In fact, the thing that I love about this approach is because it's all about just feeling good, regardless of whether it's here or not, it doesn't make any difference. I, I find I'm not really all that hooked onto what the thing is anymore. I mean, it's not like I don't want the things. I do. I mean, we still have things that are on Louise's my list that, you know, we're waiting for it to show up. It's just, I've just not fretted that it isn't here anymore. It's just that's yeah. not part of the agenda. It's not, it's not even part of my thought process. I think that's the part I like the best. It's not even thought, part of, of the thought process. It doesn't even occur to me that it's not here yet. That's how I know I've made the most progress because I'm not, I'm not jazzed about, oh God, it hasn't gotten here yet. That used yeah. to be a big deal for me. You know, I have to say, I've been kind of in like a limbo. <laughs> limbo, okay. <laughs> I, I can't even describe it. It's kind of like, and also moving with, like I, I had a headache for like a day and I never get headaches because energy is really moving. I had this weird ear thing going on for a couple of days. Mm. I was extremely tired for some days, mm-hmm. um, wide awake other times because there is a lot of changing going on. And when you're yeah. aware of it and you can sense it and feel it, like maybe that's part of what's helping me just be where it's like, whatever will be, will be, you know, I haven't, I haven't done any videos. I haven't even done any uh, promotion. (laughs) I'm just like in this kind of lull. And the funny thing is I feel like I'm, I've got more opportunities since I've stopped trying to have opportunity. Oh no, I like that. That's okay. So that's making me stay in this limbo even more. And I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. And that's fifth, fifth dimension, right? It's like what's going to uh-huh. be will just will just be. I know I'm here on a mission to help people and blah blah blah. So mm-hmm. I feel like now my my PR guy is going to be God. Cool. That's kind of where I am right now. Like I could change it and say, well, let's play the game a little bit and do some little promo here. And I know I'm going to be doing videos, but I'm not going to do a video just because it's something that would be good to do. <laughs> Yeah, for my channel or for whatever other reason, because then it's not authentic, you know. And it's like, no, I can't, I can't. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that right now. And when I'm ready to do it, it'll be done. So I can't even describe it. It's more an energy than the words I'm trying to put to it. Mm -hmm. Um, of this sort of a a lull, a timeout, or just a a, just a being space. I think a lot of people are doing that. We'll see. Well, I, I think a lot of people are doing something similar. I mean, well, we, we already talked about Rita's taking a few weeks off. She's going to kind of being on a sabbatical. Cindy Chavez is doing the same thing. I've got uh, somebody new sitting in, in her spot for a while until she gets back. And then actually when she gets back, we'll probably be doing three like you and I and Rita do on Fridays. 
Um, it's, I think a lot of people are doing this kind of thing. They're just taking advantage of the fact that we're in this kind of unusual time that, you know, COVID is still raging and all that. And people are dealing with a, a variety of, of real world problems. And they're saying, you know, I'm just going to step back. I, I, I've been, I've been so deeply involved in all this crap that I'm not really happy about being involved with. I'm just going to step back and rebalance and you know, take a breath. I think that's yeah. what's happening. Yeah. yeah. And that's good. It's a very good thing. Basically what you're talking about there, what we're talking about is a form of meditation that they're just clearing the decks. They're clearing the mind. Yeah. And I think it's probably happening more for people who are on the journey already, you know, that can probably. sense the energies. Yeah. So they're kind of flowing with, with that and, and, and maybe just finding more trust for there's a higher knowing than, than what we think we know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Well, plus also funny, not funny, nice things happen as a result. Like I mentioned, we have somebody who's now sitting in on Wednesdays for Cindy. Uh, her name is Monique Scott. We met her about two weeks ago. And Monique is fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. So um, I, I, what I could have done when Cindy says she wanted to take some time, I could have gotten, oh, God, Cindy's going to be gone. But I didn't do that. Now, I have to admit, there is a little bit of a of a part of the story that I'm, I'm not t- telling. So I'll tell that part now. A few days, uh, let's see, let's, let's give you the chronological order. Monique came on the show about uh, 15 days ago. A couple days after that, I shared with her the links. I always do that whenever we have a guest on the show, share the link so that she could use it, whatever she wanted to do with it. And then she wrote back saying, um, if you ever need me to come onto the show again, let me know. I said, sure, I'll put you onto my guest list. I always have, you know, people who I, I can draw upon in case there's a, unexpected absence or something. And she said, and if, if there's ever an opening for a co-host, I'd like that too. And then two days later, Cindy says she wants to take a sabbatical. So I was already feeling pretty good. Like, oh, well, I already know who I can ask. Cause I, I really connected nicely with Monique. But the other part of what I'm trying to say there is I really connected with Monique and I'm wondering if Cindy hadn't taken that sabbatical and I love Cindy dearly and I'll be very happy when she comes back. But if she hadn't done that, would I have given myself the opportunity to get to know Monique better here on the show? I don't know that I would have. So it's almost like I I got kind of pushed to do something I wanted to do. And the beauty of it is that you don't have to know because your show is all about high vibration. Yeah. Ultimately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And everyone you're working with, at least when we're on the show, we're always high vibe, even if we had a crappy day the day before, it's right? true. <laughs> we count on the show to pick it up if we have that crappy day. <laughs> we're always going to be, no matter what, we're, we're high vibe. I, yeah. I think everybody could probably see that, right? Oh, so yeah. it's like what I wrote down as you were saying that was, it was everything was already set up because the energy already exists for what you need to come. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's something I, I did learn fairly early on in the process of doing this show. Uh, because, well, I started off, Louise and I did the first couple episodes together. And then I had a, a list of uh, guests that I brought in to interview for the next uh, two or three months. And then I stopped for about a six month period. And then I started doing the show again with, um, let's see, who did I do it with first? I guess it was, was with my sister-in-law, Yuona. And then shortly after that, she needed to go off and do something else. And I contacted one of those interviewees who was Joel Elston, who obviously was on the show for quite some time. And from that point onward, I found that every single time that I needed the next co-host, they just appeared right there at the moment that I needed them. Um, 
like for instance, after Joel had been on for about, I think it was three, four years, something like that, he needed to take a step back and instantly David Bartke showed up. And then David stayed for a few months and then um, he left just around the time when I was thinking, you know, I really want to expand this. At that point, I was doing it as a weekly, once a week. And I wanted to expand it to doing like daily. In fact, I wanted to do it twice a day, which is what I did for about a year and a half. But I didn't know who I would get to do the, all the days because Joel was coming back, but he couldn't do it more than once a week. David couldn't do it that often. In fact, he wanted to go off and do other stuff. So I just kind of put it out there and, and I just put out a couple quick feelers and bang, I got three instant uh, co-hosts, Cindy, Wendy Dillard, who was on for about almost a year, and Tom Wells, who was on for about a year and a half, all on the same day. <laughs> I mean, they all showed up on the same day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, for, and, and it just kept going like that. So every, I, I've had a lot of co-hosts. It's been, there's been some churn there, I guess you could call it. But every single time that somebody needed to leave, somebody else was right there. And I didn't have to do anything. Right. It was right. so cool. So I've so gotten just, used to that. So you just, yeah, so you just know that. That's just the way it is. Yeah. I mean, I remember when you came on, I can't remember who it was you were replacing, but I, I remember it was right after we had done our joint book. We had like 40 of us who did this book about the uh, manifestations. And the first person that came to mind was you. So I sent out a message to you and you instantly got back to saying something that most people said, yeah, I've been thinking about doing a podcast. Everybody who has come on has said the same thing. I've thought about doing a podcast. I mean, it was perfect. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing how this stuff works. Just amazing. I think the best part of the whole thing is even though it's amazing and it's been going on, for, well, this is now eight and a half years I've been doing this podcast. The amazement doesn't go away. Every single time a new piece of evidence pops up, a new um, example of how all this stuff works, it's amazing all over again. I don't know why that is, but it is. Uh, it just goes to illustrate what you're sharing. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's really what we want to get across to people, right? And here, it's just happening for you. Mm, it, it you're just not happens. really doing anything to make it happen. It's just happening. And sometimes yeah. I do things. I mean, it's not like, a, it's not like I'm no, always just I, you know, couch potatoing, but it's no, not like no, I have no. to go work for it either. It's not like, oh, yeah. God, I don't know what I'm going to do next. That never happens. That yeah. never happens. No, and you're not like, you know, sometimes people think when they're manifesting, like, like they do it in a way that's maybe pleading, like, Mm. This has to happen this way, you know. Like, okay, like, but you you don't hold that energy around it. So that's that the energy doesn't right work. There. That that doesn't work at all. I mean, when you when you were reading the card on divine timing, one of the things that it mentioned it, it made reference to was um, I don't remember how it said it. Something about getting the the uh, an, the answer of yes, and it occurred to me the answer is always yes. The question is, what were you asking for? <laughs> because you may think you're asking for X, but your vibration says, no, 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 I'm yeah. asking for Y. And, and Y is something I don't like all that much. <laughs> you know, I first heard that from T. Harv Ecker. He's like, the universe knows one word. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. yes. Whatever you say is a yes. Mm -hmm. So if you walk around all day saying, oh, man, I'm so fat. I've done that. I'm so fat. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? Oops! <laughs> you, you, your, your weight goes up. I mean, it just does, right? So you yeah. can walk around saying, "I'm so skinny." Yes. <laughs> there you okay. go. Okay. 
So anyway, I just pulled a card, number 16, rescue, but we got it upside down. I have no idea what it's going to say. Rescue inverted. All right. Let's see how it uh, applies to us. But the card is generally about you are safe and secure and free to be yourself. So now in the reversed, it says, are you trying to rescue another? Do you believe your love can change someone or miraculously heal this person? Or are you waiting to be rescued? So whoever needs to hear this card, these are the questions. Do you believe that someone will sweep you off your feet and take away all your troubles? In reverse, the rescue card cautions you against romanticizing your situation right now. Look closely and see the reality as it is rather than the illusion of how you'd like it to be. This could be what we've been speaking about, right? Mm -hmm. You need to step back and rescue yourself. Trust that spirit will guide you and expose the illusion so that you may discern the difference between truth and fantasy. So the sentence I liked was, cautions you against romanticizing your situation right now. Look closely and see reality as it is rather than the illusion you'd like it to be. So that's like, too, sometimes when you lock it in as to how it has to be, like that's the illusion that it's got to happen in this way or it has to be this person that I'm going to fall in love with, right? Right, that's why right. when I work with people on that thing, I'm like, don't, don't, don't um, attach a, a particular person to the desire to be in the relationship Yeah. because mm. that one might not be for you. And then you're blocking out all the ones that are the potentials that are just right. So again, it gets back to like trusting instead of creating your own movie and thinking it has to be exactly as the movie script you wrote, um, allow that wiggle room <laughs> or, or plenty of room for spirit to come in and have it come as it would be. So we were just talking about that. So I'm, I'm taking it that way. Anything I agree with you. else come with you? Well, um, just to, first of all, to elaborate on that, what the, what the other way I look at it saying exactly the same thing is um, if I am like trying to attract a soulmate, okay? First thought that comes to my mind is there's not just one. People tend to think, oh, there's just the one soulmate. But no, there are probably millions of people who could be soulmates. It's just a question of which one comes along. So don't, you know, when you restrict yourself to, it has to be that particular SP, you're basically saying, I know better than what the universe can deliver to me. You're like, oh, okay, really? <laughs> Good luck with that one. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, so that's, yeah. That, that's, that's a little dangerous. If you really want to go that way, feel free. You, you certainly can attract exactly what you scripted. It's just not always necessarily the best idea. You can actually get better if you kind of let go of that. Um and I can't remember, what, there was something at the end of that that uh, that rang out to me. And I don't remember what the last part of that card said. Let me see but, if I can um, find it. Let me go back to that card. It was, like the la- it was like the last sentence. There was something in that sentence, okay. and I just don't remember what it was. And it says, trust that spirit will guide you. Uh, will guide you to expose the illusion so that you may discern the difference between truth and fantasy. Uh, what's the sentence just before that? Look closely and see the reality as it is rather than the illusion of what you'd like it to be. Okay, yeah. So they, they basically talked about the same thing there. I'm not quite yeah. remembering what it was that I had in mind. I guess, I think it was like if the if you're locked into this idea of of your fantasy, of, of your, your your dream state... There's nothing wrong with being locked into it. The question that I always ask myself, though, is, is it really the one that feels good to me? 
because I find very often I can easily lock into something that actually doesn't feel very good to me. It feels maybe okay or better than that horrible feeling I had before, but it doesn't necessarily feel good. So when I hear you reading that card, I'm thinking it's kind of a reminder. Don't go based on what you were feeling yesterday or even what you were feeling a moment ago. Go with what you're feeling right now. It's not necessarily the same feeling. Our feelings are bouncing all over the place, you know, from moment to moment. So getting locked in is not the best thing. I think the important part about what you're saying is feeling it, not thinking it. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like what, you know, if if something feels not, if something feels off, then something's off, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know? So, and then you can ask too, like, all right, spirit, show me what feels, what would feel right. What is that? You know, if I'm not seeing it yet, what is that? Show it to me. I'm reminded of something that Cindy once told me in a story that she told. She told about um, how she, in her first marriage, it turned out to be a rather abusive marriage. And she stuck with the marriage longer than she should have. Um, and what came out of it was her realization that early on, she'd gotten a sign that said, this was it. This was the marriage. Oh. This was the relationship. And what she had forgotten was, that was a sign then. That's not the sign for all time. That was the sign for then. You know, so it's kind of like driving down the highway and you see a sign and then you drive another hundred miles and, the, and you expect the rest of the hundred miles to match what that sign said a hundred miles ago. That, that's not the way signs work on the highway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to yeah. miss an exit if you do that one. <laughs> and, and, and you're so focused on that that sign that you're not seeing all the ones that are trying to come to you and say, wait, wait. Exactly. Exactly. Look here, look here. So look, I just, this is probably so appropriate. Back to basics. Back to basics. Yeah. Well, that's what we're talking about. Okay. So, so number, number four, back to basics. I'll read it. It says your psychic sense and higher awareness are founded on one common sense, which begins with properly meeting your physical base, your basic physical needs. As obvious as it sounds, and this is so true, when your body's out of balance or something, everything feels worse. You know, like if you're really hungry or you're really tired, everything is so much worse. So I don't know if it's going to talk about that, but let's see. It says, uh, as obvious as it sounds, it's easier said than done for most people as they tend to live in their head and forget their bodies. If you neglect your basic needs, your higher awareness will diminish, leaving you to operate on adrenaline and anxiety. In such a state, you miss the finer, more subtle psychic vibrations and you lose your way, right? You're no longer inside. Everything's external at that point. So it says self-love and self-care are non-negotiable commitments for the sixth sensory soul. If you've drawn this card, it's time for you to raise your bar on your self-awareness. Access your basics habit. Assess your basic habits. Are you taking loving care of your body without guilt? Are you getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, eating healthy and lovingly prepared foods, and getting adequate exercise? If not, you're paying a high price for the neglect and the sabotage of your higher awareness. Your body is your greatest psychic receptor, and as a fully committed sixth sensory being, Give yourself these things and pay attention to the higher energies that start flowing through your life right now. So that that's a great reminder, right? To really pay attention to what your body needs. And um, because when you're, 
when you're feeling doing well, feeling well, I mean, you could have some kind of problem in your body, but still have a basic well-being by getting enough rest. And and I'm not saying, you know, some people have physical pain in their body each day, right? Mm -hmm. But if that body is well-rested, hydrated, eating the right foods, getting enough sleep, you're going to be more in tune. And maybe you actually find the way to sort out the solution for the pain that was in your body, you know? It's all responsible. Yeah, that can definitely happen. That card is also uh, resonating with me in particular because I think I told you I'm I'm in the process of trying to become a public speaker, a paid speaker to go to colleges and companies and all that kind of stuff. And my initial talk that I've been putting together, and listeners have been hearing about this almost ad nauseum lately, but the initial talk is aimed at college students. And the topic I'm addressing is the tremendous amounts of stress and pressure that college students are experiencing today. It's really gotten out of control. So I want to kind of bring in some of the concepts we talk about, but I'm doing it more from a scientific perspective using, you know, positive psychology research and so forth, rather than bringing it in as a, a spiritual thing. Cause I know I'm talking, especially if I'm talking to a university, they're expecting to have stuff be on that kind mm-hmm. of a basis. Uh, and I kept, I, I was reaching for, okay, what's, what's my actual core topic? What am I, what's my topic? And I finally nailed it down this week. My core topic is self-love. That's really what I'm trying to aim at. And the way that I'm tying it into my, my core talk is I'm going to be telling the story of, of what happened my freshman year of college when I ended up, much to my chagrin, uh, rooming with two guys who ended up being the biggest drug dealers on campus. So I basically lived an entire year with drug dealers and parties going on in the room constantly and never being able to get away from it for a year. And what I didn't know at the time and what I, this is like the core, um, lesson that I learned from the thing that I'm going to try to teach the students to, to understand what I didn't know at the time and what nobody could really teach me at the time, because my parents didn't know this. My teachers didn't know it. My peers didn't know it. None of the adults that I knew knew it. They didn't, none of us really understood the incredible importance of building self-love and, uh, or increasing it or enhancing it. Uh, we have this tendency, I think, to kind of pretend like, well, sometimes we're showing we have self-love and sometimes we don't, but we always have self-love. Self-love is always there. That's not the issue. The issue is, are we building it? Are we increasing it over time? Because literally, that's that's what we do here on the show. Every single thing that we're doing about you know having your daily dose of happy is about building that self-love, that self-esteem, that self-confidence. If I had had that knowledge at that point in time, I think I probably would have, first of all, gotten out of that room a whole lot faster. I would have had a much better experience in my freshman year in the rest of college because I, I transferred after that first year, I transferred to another school. But what do we talk about here on the show? I took myself with me. So the problem followed me along. I didn't have drug dealers that I was living with, but the, the same kind of thing of getting into situations where it wasn't what I wanted to be in and I didn't understand how it happened and so forth. I brought myself along and so I made it happen again. Well, self-love, once again, if I had been building self-love and if I had understood how to do that and why to do that, my experience would have been entirely different because I would have felt confident. I right. mean, and, de- and deserving, you know, and deserving. You're... Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. big. I mean, to, to, what... to want to say, well, I'm going to put myself first. So what's wrong with that? <laughs> you know, exactly. It's, not self- yeah. it's selfish in the best way. You know, it is. Yeah. I mean, what is it they say about the relationships? You know, who who are the people who are attractive? The ones who are attractive are the ones who give off this ooze of self-confidence. Where does the self-confidence come from? Self-love. Yeah. 
Yeah. Somebody who goes out and makes a million dollars with a, you know, with, with a huge idea, they, they, they plow through regardless of what everybody else thought about it. Did they get there by having low self-esteem? No, it doesn't work that way. You got to have more self-love if you're going to get to a place where you're going to succeed in the business world. If you want to health, if you have a health situation, you're dealing with, you know, some dread disease or a chronic condition. Are you going to climb out of that one with all the best doctors in the world if you don't improve your self-love? Not really. <laughs> this, yeah. The situation you were in is partly because of your self-love at that time, the level that you had. Well, yeah. And, 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 well, yeah. Also patterns and programs, <laughs> you know, well, patterns yeah, and sure. programs, because uh, like you look at the the battered woman and how many times do they get back in the yeah. same situation, right? Because yeah. it's an energy that they're familiar with, which is lacking self-love and knowing that they're deserving of so much better. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And really, yeah. Self-love is the, the core, the core. It really Everything is. comes down to love. I mean, that's what we're made of. We're just this energy, this light energy, which is love. Oh, and the other thing that occurred to me too, and I'm I'm still not quite sure how I want to tie this into my talk, but I want to tie it in. We have a tendency as a society, as a culture, a, glo- a global culture, not necessarily just America or whatever, to uh, to push the idea that we should be giving love to others. And that's a good idea. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but there's a piece that gets left out of that. You've got to have love to give before you can give it. Where is yeah. it going to come from? It's going to come from the self-love. So even yeah. there, it becomes essential. Yeah. And again, and, and again, the example which we use for a lot of things is what they tell you in the airplane. You know, you got to put the oxygen mask on yourself right. before you can help that your child next to you. You know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So... I'm feeling really good because I, I found my core concept and, and now, now the talk is coming together. So I'm feeling very, very confident. It's a good thing. And, uh, and how are you going to first do your talk? Will you go to a smaller group or just dive, just dive right in? Walt? you can do it. Did, yeah. Like you talk I, in front of people every day. It's no difference. It, there is no difference. No, actually, I feel very, very confident about the talk now. I, I, I'm still, you know, nudging and piecing and tweaking and all that kind of stuff. But if I had to with just what I have right now, I could easily give the talk. That's not a problem at all. So I, I'm putting together a web page so that I can, you know, refer people to the web page who are who I'm approaching. I'm going to just start reaching out to colleges and universities. That's my first step. Just finding out who yeah. who does the hiring of speakers and yeah. you know put myself into as many hands as I possibly can. I, I I picked up four books that I read over the holidays about how to create a career as a speaker, and one of them made a really really good point. You want to be reaching out to like 15 to 20 new contacts every day. So that's going to be my goal to, to just find 15 to 20 new contacts to reach out to every day and, and just and trust that for, it's going to work. Don't forget to ask your guidance to lead the way. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause then the, the right things will just pop up as you're looking for, as you're moving along, researching, looking at who you think you want to talk to and, and, you know, and just feel your way through all of that, which you'll do. And, and the way I actually have learned works best for me to do that is to simply start by first getting myself into a good feeling place, get myself into that high feeling place. As soon as I'm there, that's when I get the best ideas. That's when I get the best clues, the guidance, you know, all that just kind of pops in just because I'm, I'm feeling high vibe. If I don't do that, if I come into it, you know, feeling relatively medium or low vibe, I don't care what guidance I get. I'm not going to hear it. (laughs) I'm just not going to know what it is. You know what? I think, um, like, I, I don't know because I don't do this, but I'm wondering, are you, are you going to have, um, you know, maybe your script, but maybe more bullet points? Cause pro- I would say probably 
you're going to just start channeling whatever needs to come out. So you might go off script a lot, you know, like, mm-hmm. and maybe it's just making sure you hit these different points. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you plan to do that, but I'm, I guess Something I'm just like making that. the point that however it is you structure it, uh, you just want to be open for however it wants to come out. Because yeah. you'll probably, just like in the show, right? We don't know what the heck we're going to talk about, but it just comes and then it, and then it's out. <laughs> Yeah, the only reason that I, I, I'm putting together a very detailed talk is not that I want to give the same canned talk every time, but just so that I, I can, I've gone through in my mind a number of times what my best talking points are so I can just grab them as I need them. Uh, I, it's kind of what I already have done here on the show. It's just that on the show, I've had the luxury of doing over 1300 episodes now. So, you know, after a while, they, the talking points just kind of fill in by themselves. I, I don't have to worry about yeah. it. But you know what, too, by writing that whole script, who knows where that, maybe that ends up in some kind of a paper or a book or, yeah. or yeah. it should go on your blog or whatever, your page, your website for that, um, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I think it will. And I'm also thinking part of, of the way I'm putting it together is I'm thinking what practical exercises can I walk them through right then and there, which probably comes down to giving them a list of things that they can do, kind of like the list we were talking about earlier. Here's one thing you can do. You can listen to music, and here's what happens when you listen to music. Um, I'll probably run them through mirror exercises because that's the thing I'm really big on um, and just have a whole bunch of them that I can just walk them through right there. In fact, I like the idea of the mirror exercise because – Almost everybody who's a college student has a, a smartphone. So I can just tell them, pull out your smartphone, put it on the camera app, turn it into selfie mode, and you got yourself a mirror. And, you know, just, right. just do the mirror exercise from there. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. But just having things like that, of, you know, at, at my fingertips is really what I'm trying to do. Because I think you're right. I'm going to end up just going with whatever the flow is on any given occasion. Yeah, because something's going to pop in that might not be on the piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's cool. I like that. I mean, That's the fun part. It is the fun part. That's why I keep coming back to do the podcast every week. I mean, it's yeah, a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, wow. So as usual, we have actually succeeded in building that uh, daily dose of happy. I'm really feeling it. So thank you very much for helping me to get there. And I, I'm pretty sure that we got you there, too. So that's a good thing. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank the yeah. listeners. Because even though we're looking at each other, it's like we feel the people. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. that has built over time. Um, I mean, we, we've had uh, uh, people. Oh, actually, we have a quick question. Uh, uh, we've got like a minute here. Maybe we can get a quick answer from you. Linda is asking, L-Y-N-D-A, is asking, how do you know if a telepathic warning sign is true? Um, I'd say you just got to feel it with your gut if something's right or wrong for you. I, I don't even know if I would call it a warning. It's just... Just you have to trust your inner knowing to like sometimes you take a whole different ride home than you would normally do. And then you find out there was an accident or some major thing that happened there. So but and you just got to follow the inner knowing mm. because yeah. spirit's going to lead you to all the right places. So I one. wouldn't even look at it like a warning. Maybe it's just like a guidance. to wait, wait, go this way instead of that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's a good way to wrap know, things up. I don't up. have that answer that, but I, well, I think it's, it's a good all, answer. Yeah. It always comes down to, you got to really feel what you know. Yeah. That's good. All right. Well, that's a good way to summarize uh, the show today. So thank you very much. Looking forward to talking to you again next week. And I hope everybody has a great weekend and we will see you all next time here on LOA today. Goodbye everybody. Goodbye.